0: welcome 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 to another episode of africans talk football man how's everyone feeling tonight splendid awesome man I'm, i know i'm gonna feel a little bit better once my team officially beats salam in fantasy i had to throw that in there for everybody
1: man.
0: <laughs> but um Thank you to everyone out there who's tuned in for this week's episode and who, you know, has been following us from the beginning or even if not from the beginning, if you're a new fan, a new friend, thank you again for commenting, liking our posts, subscribing to our YouTube channels. We're actually getting a lot more views on YouTube weekly. It's actually dope to see those kind of steadily rise. Um, And just everyone who, you know, who's a fan of the sport and who's actually just been with us, whether it's to to hear new news or just to tap in and see what your friends are up to. We do appreciate all the support. And if you know anyone that, you know, is looking for a soccer podcast, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, I mean, we're almost done with October, but that just means the World Cup is that much closer. So we got a few more weeks here before the World Cup kicks in. And then we also still have European matches. We have more matches here in the Premier League every week. So we got a lot coming to you. We got a lot coming to you. But um, before we hop into the Prem, right now it's the MLS playoffs. You know, they usually go into late October or early November. I believe it's the quarterfinals or are they at the semis now?
2: Semis. They're the semis now.
0: Yeah, they're at the semis now. But the one match I do want to talk about was the LAFC versus LA, uh what is it? LA versus galaxy.
3: LA galaxy. LA galaxy.
0: galaxy. Yeah. The galaxy. I feel like that match is always a banker. No matter when they yeah. see each other, whenever the two LA teams match up, it's always fireworks. So I feel like it's always high scoring. I feel like it's always three, two, no matter who wins. I feel like it's always a three, two match. <laughs> Someone scores in extra time. And that's kind of, is exactly what happened this time, except the stakes were a little bit higher since it was playoffs. Um, it was another three, two match LAFC scored in the 93rd minute to take it, you know, to, 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 win that match. And now they're in the semis. It's, it's crazy. They, uh, I don't know that LA match is every, every time that rivalry matches up, it's gotta be up there as far as American sports. And I know the MLS mm. probably isn't as big. It's a newer league, obviously as well. Um, Mm-hmm. Some of those teams are expansion teams, but whenever those two teams pop off, it's not like New York. I feel like the New York rivalry isn't that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ohio rivalry, the Columbus crew versus Cincinnati, that's starting to pick up some steam. But that L.A. versus L.A., it's always two Titans clashing against each other. And this time, you know, it was to go to the semis. I don't know if you guys were able to watch the match, but I I didn't see the match, but I saw the mm-hmm. highlights. And I don't know. It's high quality that they play. Like, they play real, real, real high quality football. Um,
3: I feel like those are the two uh, top MLS teams with uh, some of the best talent. Um, we forget some of uh, the players on some of these teams. Like LA Galaxy, I completely forgot they had uh, Douglas Costa, who used to play yeah. for Juventus. Yeah. Completely forgot they had him. Um, with, uh, what do you call it? LA, LA, uh, FC. they have uh, who, who um, Bale. Bale, they have kalini Kielin. they have some talent, they have, uh, what's his name, Carlos Vela? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think they might win it all. Um, new York still looks good, they're the defending champions, I think they're moving on, right? Yeah, they are moving yeah. on, they won 3-1. They won 3 They are moving yeah, on.
2: today.
3: Yeah, so, I don't know, that El Trafico, even though it's new, I feel like it could end up becoming, you know, a very big rivalry for the uh, MLS. But it was kind of good to see those two in a playoff game, uh where you know they had winner goes home. And I think this is good for the MLS. Hopefully, we can get more of those. Something else, so some something like uh, Cincinnati and the Columbus Crew. If we could get that in the playoffs, that would be a good one too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. We're, like you said, Mike, I think that they're probably the favorites for the MLS Cup. Um, hopefully – I mean, Gareth Bell didn't play. Hopefully they can get him back. I don't know what what's going on with him because I feel like all season with him, he's just been just in and out. He just kind of – Yeah, yeah,
3: what, what Just waiting for the World Cup.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get it. But it's like, well, I mean, your team is in the – like, the playoffs. Like, you're about – you know, you're a few games away from potentially winning a trophy. So – uh, but I, I don't know what's going on with him. They can get him back. That increases their chances. But uh, Austin's up 2-0 against Dallas. Dallas, uh-huh. yeah. Dallas,
2: yeah.
1: I think they're a dark horse, uh, Austin. Hey, it's Austin.
2: Shout out, shout out, shout out Brad Stuver, CSU alum, Austin FC. Let's get this title. <laughs> oh, wow,
3: that's dope. So, man, right it's good to He's see keeper, you know, right?
2: these uh
3: yep. yeah these goalkeeper. new uh expansion teams actually competing like right away yeah. um yeah. we saw that happen with atlanta, atlanta. when they first came yeah. in even nashville we saw that happen with them True. i mean nyfc have won an mls cup and they haven't been around very long so
1: shout out cincinnati too man <laughs> no one thought we could do it man I mean, you guys got you guys lost the no, I know (laughs) what what do you mean. You guys, my the we didn't Columbus crew didn't do anything, right? The way that they bottled it, we had a segment about it, I think. Yeah, it was bad, that was bad, but yeah, no one thought that you know, uh, Cincinnati could do it, but to get to the the quarterfinal, you know, with only being being in the league within you know, what three years, five years, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's
0: a lot of potential in Cincinnati, but we'll see. Yeah, so, uh, speaking about potential, um, we don't know the potential of Aston Villa after they went ahead and sacked Steven Gerrard. Hmm. Um, thoughts on that? Because that that that's you know that's actually new. That just that just happened in this past week since we get him out of there. Because I, we talked about this, we I, I don't yeah. know if we specifically talked about it last week, but I think it we was talked about Gerard. Yeah. yeah, we we talked about his line or his job being on the line, and especially with the matches that they had this past week, we said you got to oh. win these. I, I think, yeah, we yeah. definitely talked about it. We were like, yeah, yeah, we did talk in, about in his, it. Yeah, his next, yeah, yeah. he's got to get six out of his next six, and you know Villa <laughs> Villa ended up getting three out of six, but <laughs> Gerard wasn't there for those three, so yeah, um. Did you think it was time? Did you think it was warranted? Absolutely
1: it
2: was warranted.
1: I, I mean, the, the the start of the season that they've had has been abysmal with the money that they've spent and you know, the, the <laughs> recruitment the past two years. I mean, it, it's not good enough. Um, and, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's not that big of a deal because Gerard doesn't really have that much on his resume. So it's not like we're sacking a manager that has this immense experience. Um, I think it's just because he was a good player but in terms of being
0: a manager he hasn't really accomplished anything I mean he was at Rangers they won yeah. the they won the league there
1: okay that's good. <laughs> I mean that's great yeah. Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that that's not good I'm just you know I you know th- there are plenty of other coaches that when you look at someone like him and when you look at someone like Patrick Vieira Patrick Vieira is working with less and he's I mean, arguably, probably doing more uh, in terms of the recruitment that he's doing. They don't have the funds that, you know, Aston Villa does. And quite frankly, I don't know. What has Gerard done to even get this position in the first place? Same with Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, dog. Yeah, nah, nah, the nah, nah, yeah,
0: difference, Gerard won league, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're, they're- <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I know we talked about this when, you know, Frank got sacked, but there are some managers that are going to get the the look over other people just because of their name. I mean, that's with mm-hmm. everything. Your name can get you in certain doors that it can't get other people. Okay. So, I mean, we've seen, we we and we've seen different variations of it. We've seen Arteta come through. We've seen a Frank come through. We've seen, you know a Gerard come through we've seen Ole come through all former players all former managers or current managers in the Prem so we know that people's names are going to get them in certain places but do you think that how do I want to ask this question but like do you think there should be more of a process when we're seeing these former players come managed because obviously you know Like you said, Vieira, Vieira had to jump through. I don't want to say jump through hoops, but Vieira had to put in, you know, his work. He had to do his due diligence before, you know, he even got the Crystal Palace job. So do you think there should be more of of that? Like, do you think managers, no matter regardless of who they are, have to do their due diligence before come to the prem? Because this is like, you know, I, I would say the Premier League is probably the most watched league over, you know, in the world so there there's always eyes on those 20 managers and we've seen (laughs) we've seen a lot sacked over the last year two years I would say on average more than we've seen before so do you think there's a way to like kind of I don't know make the manager? I I don't want to say like I I don't even know how to phrase the question but I just feel like we're just seeing managers come and go you know what I'm saying yeah yeah Yeah.
1: it's the Premier League though this is the best league in the world it's the most competitive league in the world and I mean he, he they spent a lot of money and like, I mean, they, they haven't, like, the start of the season has not been good. Um, with the investments that they've made over the last what three transfer windows, um, with, with that
3: uh, Grealish money,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, I right. mean, like, you're back at square one now, so I mean, mm-hmm. what do you have to show for it, Mings Konsa Ashley Young, and uh. Yeah, that back line, that, that whole team, man. Uh, I'm glad they got the done. I'm glad they nah, got the done. much needed, but um, who's the manager now? What's his name?
0: I have no clue. I'm not it's sure. I think they're rocking with somebody from mm-hmm. just, like, the staff until they find but, somebody.
3: But, but from your question, I feel like some of these managers also have to, like, stop taking these big jobs that they know are too big for them. Because, like, uh, somebody like Frank, when he took the Chelsea job, I mean, he's now said it in two interviews that he knew it was a big job. He knew that it was bigger than him. He didn't want to turn it down because, you know, that was his club. And he took it. And for these guys coming up, you know, it's a a big opportunity, you know, managing, first get a big club. Sometimes you have to be honest with yourself, like, hey, I'm not ready to be doing this right now. And I think with Gerard, he could have stayed in, what do you call it, Uh, Rangers a little bit. He could have stayed over there for a little bit and then maybe transitioned. But I don't know. He took the job. I felt like it wasn't a good fit, but he took it anyways. And he was supposed to be this. I don't even know what his philosophy is, really. Like what he loves to do, what aura. you know, I, I, j- I just don't know. So from what they did this past weekend and what they've been doing, he was clearly not getting to his guys because they have the guys to be able to compete, at least for top, uh, middle of the table. So.
1: Where do you think he goes next? What's his level?
3: He's going to be out for a little bit. I think he gets another job in the Prem. It'll probably be uh, lower, you know. Team or something, or in the championship where he'll get another job.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I think he'll get another job. You don't think he will?
1: No, just
2: get one, but
1: you you think he he
3: would get he will, dude? Frank went from Chelsea to Everton.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he'll get get another job, he'll get a job. Yeah, I'm not worried about that, but I I, I think you brought something. I think they should. I think they should. I don't know. I think. it's also these it's also these clubs though because as a club you're also seeking these managers and you're putting some of these people with very very little experience at the top of your list so i think it's both ways like mike i do agree with you Mm -hmm. some of these managers should take a deep look at themselves and be like maybe i'm not ready for this job yet but at the end of the day if your dream job comes knocking you're not really about to say no you know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. The
3: exactly. I think Arsenal is a very good example. If you're going to hire an inexperienced manager, you have to hire him with the intention of giving them time. And we were talking about it in the group chat. There were so many instances Arsenal could have fired Arteta last season, especially those first 10 games. I was shocked he actually went through those first 10 games without getting sacked. Like, I, I feel like... Any other team would have sacked them. So some of these teams, like you said, that are hiring these guys and know they're not experienced, you need to give them time.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I mean, it, it's a fine line because you <laughs> look at somebody like Ole. You know, like Ole was. <laughs> well, doing, he got time too, though. He to got he got it. a lot of. T- and that's what I'm saying. How much? How much is how much time is enough time because Mm -hmm. as as good as united was or as bad as united was they didn't really win any championships they didn't win any silverware Mm -hmm. so you can say you know they had a lot of top two finishes they got to a few finals but at the end of the day if you look at ole's era you're really not going to say they like what are you going to say about united it kind of became like stagnant you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like they were A decent team but they weren't a threat to really win anything at the end of the day like
1: but yeah like when you talk about the due, due diligence though like when you look at these guys individually what separates Arteta from all these other guys was that he learned under like a really experienced manager and he found success with them he was a part of those titles that he won these other guys haven't done any of that you know Lampard went from taking his uh uh, what his coaching uh badges, and then he went straight Dude. into the derby job, right? Ole Ole is 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 has publicly came out and says, "I don't do the managing; I just pick the team. I'm the man manager. That's not good enough. That is not when you're evaluating these guys. Again, I get the emotional attachment you get with the with the the whole. He's from the club; he's played at the club, but I don't know, man." Some of these some of these guys are doing a disservice to the clubs, and the clubs are doing a disservice
0: to the guys, but it's just me. Yeah, I feel that. But um, but yeah, man, it's you know, good luck to Villa. I hope uh I hope <laughs> they can find success with whoever they, they move on to next. But I was telling Gabriel, it's funny because whenever you sack your manager, you come back that next game with a vengeance. I, I like mm-hmm. I should have I should have put my life savings on Villa. I knew they were gonna win. <laughs> like I, I kind of knew they were gonna win their next match, but um. Yeah, I mean, that that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they carry out throughout the rest of you know 2022 and then into 23, because they did sack their manager at a time where they don't really have. I mean, they have a few games left before this international break, mm. so I don't know if they try to get a manager you know now or if they just ride with the, you know, this temporary guy until after. The international break, but, yeah. but that'll be interesting, man. But before we go into our teams, I did want to talk about the Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Newcastle <laughs> went in the three point lane today and took them three points. Yeah. Um. And honestly, shout out to Newcastle, bro. They're serious. And yeah, uh, Gabriel and I were we were driving back. Uh, this morning while we're watching the game and the what i'm seeing newcastle do is like one i want to say they spent a lot of money like obviously it's it's obvious that they got owners Mm -hmm. with a lot of you know with deep pockets and they were able to spend money but what i was telling gabriel is they spent money truly as an investment for some of these players. Like if you look at the players they got, they're not the biggest name players or not anybody like crazy that you would call like an A-lister or even like mm-hmm. a B-lister for real. They got, they got some like, like my favorite guy on their team, Almiron, bro. If you look at Almiron, they spent a bag on him. But if you look at what he's doing this year, he's scoring, he's being very, very influential in a lot of their matches. They spent money on like Ben Mee, you know, they went and spent money mm-hmm. on him bruno gumieres who Mm -hmm. again he's probably one of their more high profile players but he's not anything crazy just a very very Mm -hmm. solid player midfielder he knows what to do with them if you look at what they're doing with their team they're spending money on these players that they actually like if you look at them a lot of young players a lot of good upcoming players and their team is finally starting to mesh you had uh What's his name? Say Maximin, who was already there, so you you didn't really have to do too much with him. You just bring players in that kind of complement them. And bro, this Newcastle team, you know, obviously I don't think they'll sustain it, but they're fourth in the league right now. They, you know, they yeah, they leapfrog Chelsea, they leapfrog us, and um, mm-hmm. and obviously we'll get into the United Chelsea game a little bit later. But this Newcastle team now has to be taken a little serious. You know, you it's it's not easy to go into Newcastle and get a win there. And now when I'm looking at, you know, I, I don't want to get too much on Chelsea right now, but when you look at the top six teams, Chelsea has drawn United and drawn Tottenham. And if you look at those two draws, we lost both of those in injury time. And those, you know, only getting two out of those six possible points on these top six teams is going to hurt us later down the season. You know what I mean? If, and we'll get into Chelsea a little bit later. But when you look at Newcastle now, they, they're a serious threat. They're one of those teams like when you go there now you have to be on your A game or you might lose. They're 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 knocking off teams and they're not really losing a lot. They're flying under the radar, but it's not going to be under the radar anymore because they're top four. Um, so I just wanted to shout out Tottenham. I don't know or not Tottenham. Shout out uh, Newcastle. I'm not sure if you guys were able to see any of that Tottenham match or if you have any anything to say about it. But I I like this Tottenham or this this Newcastle team, man. I think they're doing it right with with how they're spending their money. Yeah,
3: I think,
1: man. I agree. No, go ahead. No, I just I, I think um I, I think that we've reached like the highest that we can get from this Tottenham team. Like yeah. you, you, you can kind of see it with the frustration from Conte. Like it's it's like 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 we've been talking about on here. I've always said this team is a few injuries away from being the same old team they were um that we're accustomed to. Um and we've seen that over the past two games. The game against uh, Newcastle and also the game against us, uh, n- not good enough. Um, but I don't know. I, I I'm I'm more curious to see if, if Conte stays through, like for the rest of the season. Yeah. You think he leaves? Like I don't know if he'll make it to the end of the season. I don't know.
0: He or could you think he gets
1: sacked. I could just I could just I don't know, bro. Like he's very visible, like with his like you know uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you honestly. Asleep. You can see how frustrated he is, uh um, you know, with, with this team, like with the situation.
0: But I mean, I don't know. I mean, he yeah. said last year he wanted to spend a bag. He was like, I, I want to spend more, I need more players that like they did. And and that's what I'm saying. They gave him what he wanted. I mean,
1: he's probably gonna ask for more money in January, <laughs> and then I, I think, which, which, rightfully so, I think he's yeah, right I, mean, I get it, right yeah, and and asking that, but I think that there's gonna be a a pushback, you know, especially knowing the ownership, like you know, well, 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 hold on, we've been giving you all this money, and you haven't really returned on the investment. But he doesn't also understand that this team is, is like really, really bad. And, like, you know, it needs to be, like, you got it out and new guys need to come in. But I don't know, man. Spurs. Yeah, I, I just
3: think this game was really more about uh, Newcastle, honestly. I think um, they're showing us that they're a real team now. Um, they have the money. Like you said, they're doing it very well. They didn't go out and, you know, go buy a couple of just big names. All their transfers that they brought in are hitting. Um, they're playing like this without their, you know, their main guy, uh, Alan Maxima. And uh it looks like they might not even end up needing them. But they're top four, and they're one more team we'll have to worry about. I feel like they're gonna play the uh the West Ham role from last season. They're going to be in the mix. I feel like they will be in the mix for a while. And yeah. even kind of even like Fulham, Fulham even Fulham is winning games and it's kind of annoying. But you don't, you don't want to like discredit them, but they they're still winning with uh, with with Tottenham. I don't know. I feel like not having Kulusevsky, that's a big one for them. Um, their fullbacks are not good enough, man. Like left back, right back. I don't think they're good enough. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The, the team still needs more guys. They need more guys. But I still I still believe in the manager. I think if, you know, he gets that support that he needs, they can still do something. But I don't know. They're in a tough spot. I feel like we shouldn't overreact over these two losses. They went to uh, United and uh, what do you call this one at home? I feel like it's going to happen. It's the Prem. I'm not too worried, but I feel like this was more about, you know, Newcastle. Them pretty much announcing themselves like, yeah, we can, you know, challenge you guys too.
0: Did y'all know Emerson Emerson Royale played for Barcelona? Yeah, that's
3: where he came from.
0: (laughs) He, he, I mean, honestly, really he
3: didn't him. really play for it He didn't really play He was there for like, like a couple of months
0: Yeah, Yeah, bro I was just We were talking about him today And Gabriel was like, yeah, he played for Parson I was like, when? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea bro. Very, briefly. Very yeah. briefly Yeah They, knew. A, cameo. they knew. a cameo But yeah, man, that's, that's wild Gabriel, what were you saying
2: now? No, I was just saying I agree, man with everything you're saying I think just Newcastle's just You're right in that they're the new West Ham like West Ham is looking in the mud right now. And that's West Ham's one of those teams where we really don't expect to. Yeah. They're they're always in the mix, but they're never good enough. But I feel like, you know, West Ham has kind of started to decline and Newcastle's like the new them. They're the team that's just, they're new and they're newly in the mix and like of, you know, new territory. Newcastle's not one of those teams that's usually top four. So seeing them being top four right now, I mean, almost a quarter into the season is loki wild, or not a quarter but a, a third into the season is Loki um mm-hmm. and then they're another team that i mean the thing that Newcastle has is it's hard to go in uh, into their stadium and um and get three points it's hard to play at newcastle like it's never difficult or it's never um easy for any team it's very very mm-hmm. difficult so you know they have that advantage um their fans have a lot of pride which is a, definitely a 12th man for them but then also they're not scared. They have nothing to lose when they go into these big stadiums either. You know, they're the team that yeah. everyone considers, you know, another little brother, another little team. So, when they go into other stadiums, they really don't have that much to lose. And they're just like, we're just going to go here and play. And how, how we know how to play, and we're not going to be scared of anybody. And they have the players to do that. And they're playing good football, man. They don't even have their – like you said, their main guys. They don't have St. maximan They don't have Isak. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 they have guys kind of just loading That'd and waiting too. So – yeah, man, they 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 have some players over there. They invested well in that team, so yeah. Man.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. They're gonna be they're gonna be fun to watch this year, but they're also gonna be tough to play against. So it's just gonna be you got to come ready to play whenever you see Newcastle. I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm and I yeah Gabriel said it too, like or you know we brought it up. No Eastside, no St. Maximin. They're you know steadily in fourth place right now so definitely a team to look out for but to get into our teams man we all it, I feel like we all had somewhat disappointing weeks and the reason I wanted to talk about Newcastle before we hopped into our teams is they were the only team that actually capitalized on on all of us dropping points you know, or mm-hmm. at least all, all of the top four dropping points. Um United and United and Chelsea ended in a draw. We drew Brentford in the beginning of the week. Southampton and Arsenal draw. You know, there were just draws all around this week. Thought of teams dropping points here and there. Oh, yeah. And you know, little old Newcastle just do. do, 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 do. We're just gonna win our games oh. into the top four. <laughs> I don't care what the rest of y'all doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but you know, to start with Chelsea, it was super disappointing. You know, I looked at this week's thinking we should get minimum four out of six points. Cause I knew that United game could end in a draw just because you know the stat came up the last five times we've seen each other. It's United and Chelsea, we've drawn. Um, and it was it was even crazy. They had a stat saying in our last five matches, we've we've had five draws and I think like five different managers between the two of our teams, Mm
2: -hmm. which is kind of
0: crazy. Um, So, yeah, you know, I I thought the Brentford match was going to be a tough one, but I thought we would pull out a one-nil win or, you know, one of those smash and grabs. And it was kind of disappointing just because I knew that this was a week where we could actually gain a lot of momentum. You know, I knew that United had to see, Tottenham and then us back to back. So those are going to be two high intensity matches. I thought maybe we'd be able to sneak, you know, one on them. I know Spurs, they were going to see two, two tough opponents back to back. So Mm -hmm. I expected them to drop, you know, we're still chasing them trying to get third place. So when I looked at the beginning of this week, I thought this could be a very, very big week for everyone. You know, if you get max points this week, you could jump four or five spots depending on where you are on the table. I mean, look at Fulham. They're now in seventh place ahead of Liverpool. You know, Liverpool dropped points as well. So a lot of these teams who are trying to get into the top four, top six, top seven, this was a really, really big week for them. And, um, and I don't know. I feel like we just didn't take advantage. Um, the Brentford game, I wasn't able to watch that because I had to work. It was during the week on Wednesday. I was able to see highlights. You know, we had a few chances here and there, but I feel like we just never were really in the game. Mm-hmm. Um again Brentford is hard it's hostile territory going in there. It's not easy to go and grab points there. And then, you know, with the United game I was able to see all of that. Um And I think we said this in the group chat. First half United played way better than us. They were on the front foot. Mm-hmm. They came to the bridge and weren't scared at all. You know, they from from the first 5 minutes or so, we just never really settled into the first half. And United had, you know, more clear chances. I thought that they should have put some away. Um, Kepler actually had a great, great game. Can't lie to you. He had a great match besides, you know, the little blunder he made at the end, which at the end of the day, it's, a, it's just a world-class header, you know. Mm-hmm. Not many people are saving that. But that being said, he got a full hand on it, man. And it hits the post. I think it's one of those where if your wrists are a little stronger, you know, maybe it hits the outside of the post, <laughs> you know, and not the inside of the post. It's really <laughs> a game of margins, but, you know, maybe if you don't take that step to the left and you just go right, it's it's one of those things where it, mm-hmm. you can't really tell unless you're on the pitch, but I don't know. I feel like we, you know, we lucked out with getting that pen. McTominay clearly fouled him. You know, it, it was clearly a foul, but, I don't know, I, I feel like we're still not there yet. And this is why, and this is what I was excited to see. I was really excited to see us against United because, you know, we'd had what, 10 hours clean sheet, no goals scored against us. We, you know, had all these accolades, we were scoring goals, Grand Potter got us looking together. And then this is our first real test since getting Grand Potter. We haven't really seen anyone outside of the top four in a while. So this was our first real exam, you know, under, under Potter. And I think he got it wrong initially with the, mm-hmm. with the lineup. We saw Cucurella come out in the first, what, like 30, 40 minutes and Kovacic go in. And mm-hmm. as soon as he made that change, our team became a little bit more fluid. Yeah. We started passing the ball a little bit more in the midfield. You know, we were able to string together passes and we didn't look like we were being dominated, you know? So it was good to end that first half that way. And then come into the second half kind of rejuvenated. But honestly, it was one of those games where it was very, very like chess, like, you know, Mm -hmm. from the substitutions down to how we played on the field, even down to the players. I thought they were a little passive. They were looking to see what the other team would do, not try to overcommit on offense, even during the counters. I feel like we had some counterattacks where we we should have pushed a little bit more. We should have been a little bit more Absolutely. aggressive, but we kind of held back and we were like, ah, uh, you know, we only have two instead of three. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should wait to see if my player. I don't know. It felt like it felt very chess like and um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just needed someone to take the game over. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Mike, how'd you feel? And then you know, Salam, you can chime in as well since obviously we we played you guys. But it's unfortunate that we didn't get more than three. I don't think. Necessarily, either team deserved to win, but I think that there were chances that could have set you know either team apart. United could have won. Right, you know right. they they had the better chances. I would say they had a better mm-hmm. game than we did. We kind of got lucky with that penalty, and then you know unfortunately Kepler couldn't save you know the Casemiro header. But Mike, how was your uh, yeah? I, I think this past week?
3: I think you've touched up on you know pretty much everything, um, but I'm going to bring up something you didn't, and I think you can clearly see that our team looks different without Reece James and I think we missed, we missed them a lot not having Reese James you could t- clearly tell we missed them a lot that right side you know gets a little you know gets suspect from time to time and I felt like United initially was trying to exploit that but then it wasn't working and uh, honestly it, it was like you said it was, a, it was a chess match both teams were super tight Um, nobody was, you know, willing to, you know, take those risks to, you know, open up because, you know, either team could clearly counter right away. And in the end, I felt like 1-1 was the first score, but I would have loved to walk away with the three points, especially knowing that we had the lead going to the end of the game. Um, That's one thing I would like to see, you know, be different and us improve on finishing games. We, we went through that phase a little bit last season, and we've gone through that phase in big games so far this season. Uh, Salzburg, same thing. At the end, they scored 1-1. Um, what Tundum, same thing, and then this game. So, I just don't want to see that anymore. If we can just, if we have the lead, let's finish games. But apart from that, I think, you know, you touched on most of the things. We're still, I feel like we're still not there
1: yet, but yeah, I mean, for me, I, I just want to start with the managers. I thought the man, both managers had great games. I thought, Cornelius, I think you were right. I think um, um, whether or not he did get the lineup wrong, he did make an adjustment, and you guys looked a lot better afterwards. So you got to give him credit there. Um, but for us, man, I, I think, like, my biggest takeaway was um, we looked good against the top six. Um And I think um, in the Chelsea game, and the Spurs game, both first halves, we came out and, you know, we were on the front foot. We weren't, you know, being passive and, uh, you know, we we played with a little bit more assertiveness. Um, I think our biggest problem is that we can't finish. Uh, Marcus Rashford could have had a hat trick against Chelsea. He could have had two Mm -hmm. goals against Mm -hmm. Tottenham. He could have had two goals against Ammonia. Uh, The game before that against Ammonia again, he could have had a brace as well there too. Um, And ultimately, these are the differences between, you know, three points uh, and one point. Um, But, you know, Casemiro came in clutch. Um, He's been clutch for us since he's, you know, (laughs) been playing for us. Um, Since he started, yeah. Since Mm -hmm. he started, uh, his presence has been immense. And, um, you know, like... You know, get, getting getting that last goal, I, I felt like it, it it was justice, because I I think that we played well enough to win that game. I, I, even walking out with the draw, looking back, you know, I, I'm a little bit more disappointed than I was yesterday for sure. If it wasn't for McTominay, if it was not for McTominay. <laughs> And this is why I've been saying this guy is not good for our team. He's not good. Single-handedly, you came on and you were about to throw away the great performance this team had just put on for the for the pre for the prior what 87 to 90, almost 90 minutes. Unbelievable. Scott McTominay should never see the field ever again for Manchester United. Absolutely not. But Casemiro came through. Um massive for us you know to show resilience and get and get the and get the point and you know a big shout out to ten hog for um you know setting us up you know uh to 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 get the three points but i do want to say uh i feel bad for ron um yeah obviously he you know it was was tough he was very emotional about his injury uh you know it may be uh in in fear that he may miss the world cup news came out that i guess it's not as bad as he he initially feared but i just want to say man i think that it's i think that it's it's so bad that the world cup is in december you're having these guys worry about you know they're having to make like what i guess business decisions like you know with their clubs because it's just like well I, i want to play for like my country so like the slightest injury everyone's just kind of like i don't know I don't know. And sometimes it just makes you think, like, you know, when we get closer to the date, like, do you think these guys are gonna like pull out of challenges? Are they gonna, you know, do what, <laughs> yeah. what's necessary to 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 mm-hmm. to play at a maximum level? I don't know. I just think that it's bullshit that these guys have to worry about missing the World Cup uh, during the middle of the season. I think that it's yeah, it's yeah, you know, never again should this ever happen. Um mm-hmm. if, if it's in a if it's in a location where the climate is like this, then you guys are gonna have to figure something out. Maybe you guys can't have that <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> because there's no way a World Cup can be in December. That's
0: ridiculous. I mean, we're, we're missing some big names this world cup. Some yeah. big names. Yeah, man. I mean when you look at that French team, <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <content>. <laughs> every it single wrong. week, every if if I feel like every week is somebody new. If
1: somebody new, you're right. Yeah. Pogba, Conte, Varane, Um, mm. you know. But yeah, man. Massive uh massive week for United. Uh weekend over the weekend. Um really proud of the boys, man. You know, felt like we could have got six points, got four points. You know, we move. I wanted
0: to ask you,
2: um up and up.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to ask you. About Sancho because we saw him, you know, get taken off very early into the second half, mm-hmm. and just even you know recently he he hasn't had you know the best of games. He's been subbed off early before as well. How do you see his uh, his progression through the year? We're about third, you know, we're third of the way through the season right now, sitting on three goals and an assist in the Prem. Yeah, um, like just just assess his play, like how did like how do you think he's fitting into this team because. You know, he, he's still starting, you know, he's getting his starts. Yeah. But we're seeing him come off early. We're seeing him not be the same player, you know, that we saw him be at Dortmund, the same playmaker, the same guy on the ball. Obviously, he's in a little bit of a different role now, but.
1: I mean, I, 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 I think his performances speak for themselves. They haven't been good enough Um this year. I get last year. Um, I know the numbers don't necessarily speak to his performances. Um, in the beginning of the season, I thought he actually had a decent start as of late. I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, since the ammonia game, honestly, man, I've just, I I don't know. The problem is, is we don't have anybody else that can Mm -hmm. play, um, you know, but, um, it hasn't been good enough. Um, I just, you know sometimes i just wish the same people that had the, this energy for sancho would have the same energy for rashford you know rashford is actually costing us you know three points if he could just put the ball in the back of the net but um sancho's performances have not been good enough uh if we had anybody to start um you know there hopefully when marcial comes back you know one of them can maybe rashford can go to the left but um it hasn't been good enough uh you know, this year, last year, but I- I'm still holding out hope that, you know, um that he'll come good. He's a good player. I think he has a lot of potential. Um, And I think when we start trying to play the way that Ten Hag wants to play, I think Jaden Zensha will be much more effective. But in the meantime, while we're doing this whole counterattacking thing to get by and get the results, he's not going to be as effective. Um, But it would be nice if Rashford could just put the ball in the back of the net. Some of these, you know, things. Yeah, that's very issues. true. You know, like no one talks about how he can't put the ball, like, you know. He just no, you're right. And just, you know, I, I I, just, I agree with you, but it's just like, what about him? How does he just get a free pass?
0: I don't know. I don't no, know. I mean, I again, I, I, was, I was just speaking more so on Sancho just because, you know, last year was his transition year. And, you know, sure. we talked about him at the top of the year and you had high hopes under 10 hog that he would be somewhat unlocked, that he yeah. would be, you know, feel more comfortable. So I, I just want to say, you know, we're third of the way through the season. So assess what you, you know, what you've seen thus far. So, I mean, we could talk on Rashford just because I know you you like speaking about MBE, but I agree. I think he, you know, from watching him this year. I agree with a lot of the sentiments you have where he kind of just puts his head down and kicks the ball. And if he were a little bit of a smarter player, he would have more goals because he easily could have scored against Kepa. I mean, he had a few one-on-ones where he, he literally kicked it at him where if you kind of pick your spot, you know, you have a better chance of scoring. Um, But I don't know. I feel like you guys have started this year better than, you know, years previous. For sure. I mean, I feel like you also still are trying to figure out what your starting eleven is. I feel yeah. like Ten Hag is still not. I feel like he has most of it kind of down packed with the striker position between Martial, not yeah. you know being hundred percent healthy, Ronaldo being Ronaldo, and it's we got to talk about Ronaldo too because it's, it's well, the attack. Yeah, you know, speaking about Ronaldo, like so Ten Hag, you know, after he left the game early, you know went down the tunnel or whatever he said that he refused to come on as a sub so now it's like does buddy not want to play or does he not feel that he should be subbing against certain teams or like what like what is it because you know being a good manager you know he said hey we're gonna we're gonna handle this inside the club don't worry about it it'll be taken care of which i i respect all these you know everybody wants the drama and he's just like look we're gonna take care of it But at the same time, he's saying that he's still a focal point or he's still a main part of this team. So I don't know if he's saying that to kind of drive the media away from the questions, certain questions, or if he truly has plans for Ronaldo. Um, Do you think he leaves in the winter? Do you think he looks to leave? I think think it's one of those things where he really just has to be cool with his new role as I'm not the guy anymore.
1: To be honest with you, I really don't know. And I really don't know. And, and I love that I don't know because I credit that to the manager because he kept everything under wraps. Um, Everything's in house, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the same guy that said Maguire was, you know, my captain. And I haven't seen Maguire and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in ages, which I'm not complaining about. But I think that, I, I mean, if you refuse to come on, then I, I don't think that you should play for the team anymore, considering that a week prior, the whole team, you know, they're supporting you holding up the 700 goals jersey oh. and you know celebrating with you supporting you in, in a moment like that and then you know in in a game where we have a you know the team has a good performance you come on the last few minutes you can't even give us that um as far as i'm concerned as much as i love ronaldo he should never play for man united ever again if you refuse to come on then yo, know, that's the, that's on you no person is in the club, and to be honest with you, I'm kind of over this whole protection of him. All, ever, since the summer, I've stuck my neck out for you. The, the ever, no matter what it was, when you left over, do you remember when he left? Preseason well, it wasn't it? Wasn't just him, but the group of players left. Rio Vallacano? Yeah. Unacceptable, man. It, it, it's unacceptable. I understand his frustrations um, because he he did ask to leave. Um, But, you know, for whatever reason, a deal couldn't be worked out. I know a lot of people say there were no offers in for him, but I think that in today's age of sports, I think anything is possible. If they really wanted to make something happen, I think something would have happened. And here we are, you know, after asking to leave, now I'm not even getting picked by the manager. So, like, what the fuck am I doing here? I get that from his perspective, but you can't do that, man. You're not bigger than the club. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, that 700th goal should be the last memory we have of Cristiano. Well, unfortunately, the last memory we'll have is, is him saying, no, I'm not going to <laughs> But yeah, I, he shouldn't play for us ever again. We should get a striker in um, January because Martial can't stay healthy.
2: Thank you, Salam. That's a that's a, a six, that. that's a that's a that's a statement. I mean, that's the real. Hey, no, I agree. That's the real. I agree with that. Hundred percent, thousand percent agree with that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't ever play for them again. That's so disrespectful. Like yeah. just to say, I'm not gonna come on. Yeah. Well, who are you? Like I don't. I, I'm sorry, bro. You're bro you're an auto, but that don't mean nothing. You don't, you don't the, the manager won. That's that's your boss, technically. So yeah. the manager's asking you to come onto the pitch to help your team. Those are your teammates. You're pretty much turning your back on your brother and your teammates. Yeah. I can't stand for that. I don't want you. I don't if you're not gonna if you don't want to play against if you don't want to play against them and you don't want to come on, you don't need to play here at all then. Yeah. You cool, go home, go home. We can we can do this without you. If that's the attitude you're gonna have just because what you think because you had you know you're one of the greatest players to ever play. I'm never, that's never gonna change, but that doesn't mean that you're not a professional. Yeah. You're supposed to you're supposed to be the one leading by example. It's young guys in there, academy kids. You're you're one of the, the young guys to come through Manchester United and really ball out and, and make it to the heights of heights. And you over here just disrespecting the badge, honestly. Disrespecting fans, disrespecting your teammates, disrespecting the boss—like that's this. It's just, it just, it's a bad look. It's a bad look, and I'm, I'm not with that. I, I rock Uh, Ronaldo. With that being said, with that
3: that being said, do you think it was even necessary to bring Ronaldo on at that time, eighty seventh minute? I I get it. it. It Teams, this and that.
2: No, Mike, it doesn't matter. How many times have we seen? guys make their debut with 30 seconds left it don't matter what time it is you never know what can happen in a match i don't care you should come on if the manager's asking you to come on doesn't matter if it's for three minutes doesn't matter if it's for 30 minutes it doesn't matter if but, but, but why would you three, risk him though minutes.
3: why would you risk him when you're you really as if we don't, what you, we what don't, is a we, risk what is a we, risk we, so we don't we're have risking else. Kids.
2: we're risking kids when when arsenal put on a 15 year old kid well, we're risking him well, like it's the same thing, bro. It's football. It's a sport. If, if things happen, things happen. It's it is what it is. That we have to deal with that. That's how the season's going to go, regardless. There's no risk. No, there's no risk at all. It's disrespectful, bro. I, I can't stand for it. I stand with Salah one hundred percent. If if a player, if no bro, if one of my players, if one of my players on Arsenal refused to come on, bro, I don't want you to play here anymore then well if you're not going to come on they don't come out at all ever again well if you don't want to play we're paying you a check yeah we're paying you a check bro no i'm not with that yeah like we're asking you to come on like we're, we're
1: asking you no we're not asking you we're telling you to come on so i but but, but in that case, like, who, who else would you have played? We have no depth. Again, like... Man, Langa, you could have
3: thrown on Ilanga for the rest of the year. No, Ilanga's not
1: good right? enough, man. There's a reason why Ilanga hasn't been playing this year. And it's because Ten Hag isn't playing this shit with these weak guys. These weak, <laughs> he's not playing I mean, man, with these weak guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, 100%, like, the manager is... is you know, they say, uh, what's the saying? You know, your actions speak louder than words. Ten Hag has said a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is the reality. And the reality is, is that the guys that you don't see, Aaron Wan-Bissaka still hurt. You know what I'm saying? Injury undisclosed. <laughs> no <you> way. <know, laughs> no. in- injury undisclosed. You don't know what it is. He's just not playing. He's not going to play under this manager. So I, I just feel like, um, yeah, you know, as the veteran, he, he should set the example. Um, it's not like we had any other options um, at that time. So, yeah, you had to come on um so you know the same guy who 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 spared you shame of coming on in the manchester derby when we were getting fucked <laughs> you know okay and that's
3: fair
0: <clears throat> so yeah man I yeah i just wanted to touch on that too because this may be the last we see of ronaldo you know um shut up but yeah no. the, you know Shout out ten hot because I will say he he's come in and he's he's not with the uh he's not with the Ben Simmons, he's not with the BS. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. He uh he really does like come in and he keeps everything in house. You started to see United, you know, get a little better on the pitch. And honestly, it's gonna be, you know, I don't know if it's a one-year thing with United. He's gonna have to come in and it's gonna take a little bit before. I feel like you guys get to where you want to be, Salam, but just things like this, like being a real manager saying, I'm going to take care of it, keeping everything in house, being very upfront with what's going on when he does get questioned, you know, after he takes care of things like, yeah, this is what happened. This is how we're handling it. This is what it is. So I do like that. It's, it's definitely what your club needs as well. You need a leader who's not afraid to make hard decisions and then not afraid to answer once he does make those decisions. I feel like you guys had a lot of, I don't want to say puppets, but you had a lot of guys who I feel like yes fans, would pander to the board. You know what I'm saying? Like you for guys sure. had a lot of yes men, I would say. Maybe not puppets, but a whole bunch of yes men. So it's good to see Ten Hag come in and and, and sort of create this new united. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, for sure. So, yeah, but, um, you know, Arsenal also had two matches this past week, although just one in the league. Um, They had a, I think they made up their Europa game against PSV. Mm -hmm. They got, they got the one, nil win there. And then, you know, unfortunately they were another team who was subject to not taking full advantage of, you know, teams dropping points, being that they were one of of the other teams in the top four that dropped points this week to Southampton. Um, I did not wake up to watch that match this morning, but Gabriel did. So I'll just I'll just go ahead and let you get into it. Um, Like real time, I I didn't even see no highlights. I'm not really. I'll probably watch it after this after this episode. But realistically, um, you know, how was Arsenal? What what was the match like? Kind of give the rundown of the ninety minutes that you saw today.
2: Um, <clears throat> Arteta in. Just hell yeah! I was again. about to say Arteta hell yeah.
1: Arteta in. <laughs> in.
2: Just you know. Yes, make that very loud and clear. Um I was disappointed, honestly, with our performance. Um, I really don't want to touch too much on PSV because for me, PSV, you know, we we did that, we move. I, I was looking past that. Um, I knew we'll be we'll get out the group stage in Europa League um and we'll be secure group, or we or we're closer to secure our group, so that's fine. Um but today I was just disappointed because you know, we, we, we had a really, really good first half. Um, we had a lot of chances. Uh, Xhaka ended up getting a goal in the in the 11 minutes in. So I thought, you know, we we're going to take care of business, probably put two in in the first half and then hopefully get a third in the second. Um, and we dominated possession in the first half against something like 60% to 30% um, or, like you know, 65 35 or something like that. And um, we just didn't find the second goal ever. Um, and we never really looked like too threatening to find a second goal. It, it kind of just looked like we are just very, um very lax when it came to finding it. Um, and after, especially in the second half, it just looked, it was just poor. It was just super poor. Um, a lot of just missed passes by uh, for no reason, just like missed passes, um, the subs that I think came on, I don't think Arteta did anything wrong, um, you know, like in the substitutions that he made, I think you know he made the right substitutions, and these guys were supposed to come in and make a difference, and I felt like, you know, they came in and it was a holler, like all three of them, Tyranny, Fabio Vieira, and uh, who else came on, um, and Nketiah, all, all, um, all terrible performances today, um, and it, it didn't really help us when we really needed it. And, you know, I think it's just one of those games where, you know, it's hard to go into St. Mary's and get three points. I understand that. Like, I I know St. Mary's is one of those places, like it's like Newcastle, you know, one of those places where, you know, it's just a tough place to play. But I feel like we really could have gotten a lot out of this match. We had a lot of chances, a lot of chances to finish and just to score goals, and we just neglected to do that. Um, and this one hurts because, like you said, you know, we've we've been fortunate enough to – one you know we didn't lose we we only drew so we still get a point which is good um cuz every point matters but then it hurts because you know this is one of those weekends where we can get another one up you know we're, we're at this point we're trying to win the premier league title like obviously we had a great start we want to keep it going want to continue to win like this so you know on the weekends where you know other teams drop points especially t- teams that are looking to also mm-hmm. you know compete for a title you're going to need you're going to need those three points to get that little advantage, get the little edge early on. So, you know, later on, maybe when some things happen, you know, you still have a little bit of cushion. And I just feel like, you know, we, we've kind of been getting bailed out. Um, we've been getting lucky on, you know, the weekends that we lose or we draw or we drop points. Everyone else drops points, too, for the most part um and you know that's super lucky and it, it's good for us but at the same time i want to see us like actually take advantage of one of these weekends that you know city um you know they had two epl matches this week and they they drew one so you know that's a that's a time where we can get you know an extra two points on them and, and go up four points. so you know just a little stuff like that um you know like i said wasn't very happy about the performance but um i think we have Nottingham Home forest next uh, at home and i feel like you know that's a a little GRG. <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: shit, we calling
2: it. I right.
3: uh, heard it on the pod first. Spoiler,
1: spoiler. Yeah. We haven't even so. gotten any predictions yet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I wanted to ask you the... Oh, what was I going to... I'm sorry, I forgot. I was going to ask you something. Oh, I forgot. I can't remember. Hmm. <laughs> Geez, uh, I, I I've been waiting this whole time for you to finish. I, I, I completely fried. forgot what I was going to ask
1: you. French fried, uh,
2: solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, man. What was it about the game, or is it was it about? Yeah, it was themselves? about the
3: game. It was about the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel Jesus. I want you to touch on it. Six mm-hmm. games, you know, zero goes zero assists. How are you feeling? I mean, from the oh, way I- he started the season, I mean. I feel like it's it's noticeable
2: yeah I think I think so as well I don't like I mean I don't like it um I don't want to say that it's been completely detrimental because we have goals from other places like I mean if Gabriel Jesus doesn't score but you know he's in the build-up to Saka getting a goal or Martinelli getting a goal like I I'm not mad because mm-hmm. I know what you're actually doing. And sometimes that doesn't reflect on the stat sheet. Absolutely. But at the same time, um, you're my nine and you need to score or assist. Um, and it can't just be six games dry spells, especially like a game like this today. Like there's a – there's Gabriel Jesus had a 1v1 chance and and blew it. And it's like – we were still up 1-0 at that point. And it's like this is the goal that – propels us and gives us that cushion so even if they score one more we we understand that okay at least we're still up one but let's tighten up um but if we don't finish that then it's oh now we're top level and we're away from home and it's a tough place to play and now they're on the front foot and they almost scored again too so i'm saying like this game was very easily losable um and we almost lost it uh but like I said, I'm happy to, I'm happy to get that one point. Um, but yeah, Jesus, he needs to score. Like I, I, I know what else he does and what else he provides. And I'm not saying that's not good because it's good. And we haven't had, we didn't get that in years previous. Um, but at the same time, I, I need you to do your job. And for me as a nine, I'm always going to say this, your job is to score goals. I, I, that's, that's your job. That's what you're here for to score goals. Um, and we, we can't have six games, no goals. I know we have other players that are going to score, but you need to get yours too. Um, and it's not like you haven't had chances to get yours. You know, you definitely have, we provide you a lot of chances, bro. If like Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, you know, Shaka, mm-hmm. they they feed him. It's not like we don't feed you and not give you the ball and not give you opportunities. Like you're getting your opportunities, but at certain points you're also just not taking them and I'm going to need you to start, to pick it up it's just yeah. how it goes mm-hmm. I, like how I was how I was on soccer earlier this season um and I was like I mean I know I understand what soccer's is still providing but I need him to you know really be impactful like you know not every game you have to do you know assist or goal but you know maybe it's the pass to the assist or, or something like that you know I need you to be like impactful and I need you to start getting on the stat sheet as well and as the season progressed he's done that and Gabriel Jesus started off hot but then since he's kind of tapered off and it's like nah bro like I, we need you to mm-hmm. like that southampton game this game should be a wake-up call like no you need next game we need to get on uh you need to get a good match in we're not even forced it should be a grg go have a run at their center backs because the next EPO game we have after that is chelsea at stanford bridge so it's like you you need to let's let's get back on you know let's get back on that horse let's, and let's start moving in so you know, we can be ready for these bigger matches because like I said, if we want to win the EPL title, we have to take points off the bigger teams. It has to happen. So that's how I feel. But I think he'll get back. I think he'll get back. I'm not, I'm not super worried about it um, because we have goals coming from other places and they're reliable. So, I mean, even Shaka scoring at a high rate. So, yeah,
3: that's one thing I wanted to say. I feel like, with your goal scoring, even though it hasn't like come from one specific place, it seems like when one person is not going, the other person is going. When the other is not going, the other one is going. Uh, I mean, Shaka, you know, two goals this week with his off foot, by the way, his opposite foot, and uh, no no goal from uh, either Shaka or Gabriel. But you won't, well, you won and tied one, you know. So that's a positive. I I feel like that's still a positive. Like, look at us, two games back-to-back. We couldn't even get a go.
2: That's that's Uh, true. So I feel like, yeah,
3: that's the positive at least. There's still, you know, something good going. But like you said, he eventually has to start scoring again. Because you don't want a situation where nobody's firing. And that's Chelsea's problem. Everybody just stops firing at the same time for some reason. And we can't and you guys
1: can't have that. Yeah. You know, who's not fighting. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ahead.
2: (laughs) No, I I, I, I was just going to say, you know, even even this match against Southampton, like I I talk about, you know, even if like Jesus, even if, you know, you're not scoring like pass to assist or something like that, like even the goal that we had today, it went to Saka, Saka held it up. Play Ben White in, and then Ben mm-hmm. White got across and Jacques scored. Like, I, I, it's like, I understand you yeah. didn't get a goal in your assist, but you're integral part of, you know, us yeah. getting that goal, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I know your impact is still there. And like, hey Zeus, like, I know your impact was still there, but the moments where I really need you to make an impact, you didn't. And like, I need you in those moments. Like you have to yeah. come through on at least one of them. And it's like, you're not getting, like, let's be real. Jesus gets two to three chances, probably a match. Like, let's be real. whether it's we created for him or he creates it himself he's probably getting two to three like if not full half chances like good opportunities to score a goal and um, for me it's like if we're doing that yourself and we're we're as a team providing you with that i feel like you should be netting one every three like it should just be natural especially if we're at the top of the table like it should be natural low-key it should it's how the progression of things should go like you should at least be getting you're getting 90 minutes a match almost like yeah. you should be at least getting one in every three that's how i feel personally so you know it's it's disappointing but i think he'll get back on it like i said we, we have you know a team on the who's coming off a big win against Liverpool but they have to come to the Emirates and against <laughs> against the team at the top of the table and like we i feel like we should this is a grg for us like we need to get back into our winning ways um before we have another big match so
1: yeah i mean well going to the team that you'll play next week uh forest forest took liverpool into a forest <laughs> i was just by say we we got to touch on them and uh got the three points um i just want to say man shout out um who, 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 who should I shout out? I, you know, shout out, shout out Klopp. <laughs> shout out, you know, shout, yeah. shout out, shout out Harvey Elliott. Shout out, you know, the Mandem, you know what I'm saying? The Milner, <laughs> the Carvalho's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out the Mandem, man. And Muhammad um, Salah, once again, is it, is it too much because because i i don't know last week we said oh he's back you know the turn on concello you know and all of a sudden i don't know liverpool just they don't have the the, the that, that that's they don't Going got the juice. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> w- 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 yeah
3: man i i, I don't know I, I, like i said last week i feel like it's hard for them to get through these smaller teams and these meaning eh, it's not meaningless, but it's like, almost like you're not at our level type games. I feel like they're walking through these games. They come into these games thinking, you know, they're going to win. And, you know, when you're in Liverpool, you're at Chelsea, you're United Arsenal, anytime you come into anybody's building, it's a big game for them. So they're out for that game. So if you, if you come in and you're going to just, you know, sleepwalk through the game, You're going to get exposed, and I think that's what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. Next week, I don't expect them to lose. They'll probably win that game easily. Like, I feel like they'll go through this phase, up and down, up and down, up and down. But terrible loss. They didn't look good once again. Um, I don't know. They just don't look good when they're on the road nowadays. Like, they've
1: been good at home, but when they go away, (laughs) everything just falls apart. It's that midfield man, I just you know, mm-hmm. shout shout out shout out Artur. um yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see if anything changes in, in that five year plan. Yeah, I'm curious to see if anything changes in in, in January because that team <laughs> that team that team. Well, I mean, you have to. You got to give recognition to um the the recruitment. You know, the, Keta, the, bro, uh, he's collected the check. Yeah, wh- where, <laughs> where, 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 where is he? I don't even. Bro, I don't know. I it a said
0: muscle injury. I don't know what's wrong with Buddy. Yeah, man. So,
1: um, howler of a game, though, man. Shouldn't have dropped those points, and uh, yeah. I don't think that they're in a title race at all. I think it's safe to say man. that they're in a top four race, and they might not even make top four. Hold mm-hmm. well, on. What's
2: that? So so somebody gets a lot of the solitary. So <laughs> yeah.
0: Solitary. I, I, I heard Tomayasu
2: like, still got the out. keys. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: I mean,
2: I listen. Someone bail him out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he needs somebody. Um You guys ready
3: for predictions or what? What else?
0: What
2: else? Now? I think we'll talk about yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah, I mean I think Ooh, we took we, t- we touched it. over
0: our squads. Um Gerard. I Man City. I mean City would be City. City. I mean, <laughs> I mean City Not, the City dropped points. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like just like Gabriel said, in a week where City dropped points. No, no, they did.
3: They, they won three one.
0: Didn't they? Uh didn't they no, that was right last week? Midweek. No, they, didn't, oh, play they mid-week. didn't play midweek. Oh, you're right. They didn't play midweek. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was last week. That was last week. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Holland, another
3: uh what'd you call it? Yeah,
0: they won they won race. again, they won again,
1: he scored again. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know. <laughs> we can yeah, we can move on from there.
0: Yeah, De Bruyne had a banger. What's new? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: you know who had a banger? Yuri Tillman's shout out shout Uri out Lester. Yuri yeah. had a banger. Lester's little turnaround, you know, of the start of the season. You you were you almost got my man sacked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden Mr. Rogers. Yeah, you guys are uh you know playing a little bit well. That's good to see.
0: They, they got they got touched up by <laughs> touched up. later. Yeah, they they got touched up later this week. But um <laughs> no but yeah, lesser lesser is starting to find the group, they're finally out of the relegation zone. So shout out to Brendan Rogers and the Mandem. Yep.
1: Um but, yeah, as far as uh, predictions go, I, I can start off. Um, we got two home games uh, this week. we at Old Trafford. Um, first game, we see FC Sheriff. Uh, <laughs> FC Sheriff is the Trap game. Trap game. Nah, I will. Well, I, see, here's the thing. Um, Trap game. I'm, I'm a little concerned <laughs> on how we're going to replace uh, Veron. Uh, Lindelof, as soon as Lindelof came in, I instantly thought we might get scored on. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think that, uh, you know, Martinez again, once again, had a fantastic week, fantastic game against Chelsea Casemiro. I think that whoever's back there, I think they hopefully should be good enough to get the, they get the job done this week. FC Sheriff. Uh, I see three points at home. We got to get the, the three points. We got to finish the top of the group. And then over the weekend, we see West Ham. Um, yeah, West Ham, I – we we have West Ham's number uh, at Old Trafford. Uh, the last time we played them, Marcus Rashford had a, you know, baseball. They call it a walk-off, uh, right? I've been watching baseball recently, guys. <laughs> yeah. Man. They had a, a walk-off, you know what I'm saying? Marcus Rashford, tap in. Um, so, I – I see us three getting three points there, man. Rotate the squad on uh Thursday, bring them fresh in on uh over the weekend, ready to go. See three points. I'll say 3 0 versus sheriff. Uh and against West Ham, I'll say two one. Okay.
0: Cool. Um, we mm. see RB Salzburg. Mm-hmm. Mm. Midweek in Champions League. Um, I would like to see because I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if we've officially won our group, but I know we're at the top of our one group. One more game. We need one more game. If we win one more game, we'll seal it up. Yeah, I would actually like to see some new players. I would I would love to see Pulisic get the start. Um it looks like Grand Potter is starting to use him sparingly you know what I'm saying? So I would love to see him actually get a full run to see what he can actually do, Um, because I haven't seen enough of his play in the league, but I want to see what he looks like, one, to see if he's worth being on Chelsea still, and then two, what he can bring for the U.S. on the World Cup. I I do really want to see the U.S. players get as much tickets possible leading to the World Cup, so... I would love to see, you know, Pulisic play, um, even maybe start Carney against, you know, Salzburg. I would love to see him get a run as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would like to see, you know, some of our our guys that don't always get to to play, get a real run. You know, it'll be hostile territory. Again, we're playing away at Salzburg. I think they're in Austria, Mm -hmm. Austrian club. So for them to get that experience, too, I think that'll be big. And then um over the weekend, Graham Potter returned to Brighton. Uh you got you got a you got a prediction for that, Mike?
3: Yeah, I think we win that game. That's his squad. He knows his team. He knows how they play. I agree. But I think they're gonna be up ready for us. I mean, looking maybe one one if we get lucky to one.
1: Wait, wait. So you're expecting a draw? Yeah. <laughs> Is what you're I'm saying. Expecting
3: a draw. Yeah. I'm expecting a draw, but I think oh. if we get lucky, if we're good enough, mm-hmm. we can sneak a win out of there. <laughs> but I expect them to hold score. On, hold right? on. I definitely expect them to score.
0: I was gonna say I, I was hold gonna on. say I was gonna say 2-0. <laughs> Chelsea. No.
1: Hold on, we can just get away with that here. We can just like uh
0: yeah. Um see, see the, it,
1: my it, prediction.
0: See the, the, this is why I didn't say draw last week cuz I I really expected to draw against United. But Salam's always like, "Oh, you're going to you're, you're going to yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. this is what we're doing now." Yeah, I'm just saying this is
1: what we're doing now. I I it's valid. Oh Brighton? no, we're, we're beating souls for sure. Sure. But Brighton will
3: it'll
1: be You guys are supposed to be challenging for the league. You're talking about be a tough man. beating Brighton. <laughs>
3: okay so what did you guys do with brian
1: again oh, <laughs> oh okay okay
3: yeah what, what
1: did we do with you mike peppered you peppered you to the point where shout out Pepper. yes sir. shout out Pepper. yes sir. shout out yes sir if you're listening to this you probably aren't but if you're listening to this that boy got hooked in the, in the 34th minute he got hooked he had, he had the, I was like, damn, at least Sancho made it. After
3: that was a tactical <laughs> change. Stop. Tactical change. He got tactically
2: hooked.
3: Yeah, bro, go ahead.
2: Crazy. Um, oh, man. Arsenal, we see PSV. Um, PS, okay. I forgot where PSV is. That's in Turkey. No. In, is it um,
3: yeah. 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 Yeah, Dutch. Holland, I think.
2: Where? Holland. Yeah, Netherlands. The yeah, Netherlands. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we see them uh, Thursday, away. Um. Honestly, I would expect like a draw. Um. Maybe I see like a two. <laughs> yeah, like, what is
3: two-one. going on today, man? What?
1: What is going on
2: tonight? What? Damn. Okay. <laughs> no. Stop. Hold on. Okay. Oh no. But I I say. Like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Be surprised if we drew, but I like I expect to still like Loki win. I don't think they're better than us. Like mm-hmm. I still think, as I said, like, like two one, like maybe two nil. But I wouldn't be surprised if we drew. Um, so, but that game, I feel like you know, I feel like that should.
0: So, he, he just like, wanted that, to hear y'all say y'all win or lose, and no one ever expects to lose. So it's like we <laughs> must win every match. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> yeah. do you guys the
2: weekend? But um. Yeah, like, I don't know. I... And then we play, uh... oh, nine and 4 it's over the weekend, I think. Emirates. 4 no
1: GRG. Yeah, yeah.
2: GRG. <laughs>
1: <laughs> GRG. GRG. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: Oh, man. Warnell shot. It. Yeah Yeah, man. If I had um I had a shout out somebody, shout out Dean Henderson. Hey Dino. Shout out my man Dino, man. man. Get getting it done against Liverpool. Clean sheet. Yeah. Clean sheet (laughs) Shouty. Clean sheet Shouty. For me, there's only one shout out, man.
1: Uncle Casemiro. You know coming in clutch, man. The weakest head last week. The weakest header, and shout out Keppa for you know <laughs> extending over the the into the end zone and hitting the get breaking the plane thank you for the the, the point, Keppa. remember I told you guys Gabriel, Gabriel has had enough he said <laughs> <laughs> he said it's too much. I can't even think about the, the Keppa situation. Mike, you have any shout outs um hmm. I
0: don't know. Shout out, uh, what's his name? Uh, hey, actually, I got another shout out. Newcastle, too.
3: Newcastle. Shout out, Newcastle, man. That was an impressive
0: one. Shout out, my man, Donovan Mitchell. Spider Mitchell, go Cavs, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Getting it done in overtime. Let's huh? go.
3: He's he's hooping, hooping.
0: Yeah, he's hooping, hooping. Yeah. We, yeah. we we got us we got us a little squad up here in Cleveland man
1: yeah shout, shout out to Donald Marshall, shout out Darius Garland and shout out Ben Simmons as well as- <laughs> oh this is where we say um <laughs> good luck to you if you do did- <laughs> right. yeah, um actually I did have a question uh for the people um maybe we can make this into a poll um if you had a choice of watching two Premier League games, say it was Crystal Palace versus Bournemouth, um, and you had an option of watching Real Madrid versus Getafe, which, which game are you watching? Comment below. All Um, Other than that, Thanks for tuning in and uh, good luck to you and your future endeavors.